Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Buffalo Bills game day on the Buffalo Bills radio network. All right, here we go. Here we go. You got to have a drive. 23 left. 23 left. Will. It's time for the Overtime Show with Nate Geary. Sorry to disappoint, this is not Nate Geary. Derek Kramer here for you on the Overtime Show on WGR as the Bills moving on. 31-17 over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh managed to hang around in this game, but the Bills putting it away, salting it out, and finishing this one off to make sure that they are back in the divisional round for the fourth year in a row. (sighs) I mean... Why do the Pittsburgh Steelers got to be like that? I don't know, but we'll we'll get through that together. We'll talk about that and plenty more. But first, let's get ourselves an update. Of course, obviously, the Bills, 31-17, winners over Pittsburgh. This afternoon, Josh Allen, four touchdowns. Three in the air, one on the ground, 74 yards rushing. He had 203 passing on the day. Three, t- three passing touchdowns, all-around all solid day by the Bills quarterback. And, again, DJ, you got to say, like, this is – it's almost like it's typical playoff Josh at this point. He knows how to step it up in these moments. I mean, for – at least in wildcard games, he has been phenomenal. You think back to the Patriots game a couple years back. Uh, this one, obviously, I mean, he's always done well, and he really put a stamp on this one today. James Cook leading the way, 79 rushing yards, five more than Allen had on the day. Uh, Allen, of course, had that 52-yard rushing touchdown. That was a big play in the first half. Dalton Kincaid leading the way in receiving yards with 59. Stephon Diggs had seven catches, 52 yards in this one. Kincaid, Khalil Shakir, Dawson Knox with the touchdowns in the air. A.J. Klein leading the way with 10 tackles, coming in facing a lot of injuries with this linebacking core. Meanwhile, though, Ian Rappaport reporting that Terrell Bernard suffered an ankle sprain. X-rays were negative. There is an MRI tomorrow, so we'll see what the reported injury actually ends up being here and if that ankle sprain is the case for Bernard. Other players that left that game with injury, Balen Spector, a fellow linebacker, as well as cornerback Christian Benford. So a lot of injuries on the plate for the Buffalo Bills there. Kansas City Chiefs are next. Kickoff Sunday, 630. 
Meanwhile, the last game in the wild card round, the second quarter is heading toward its close. Tampa Bay is up 16-9 to on the Philadelphia Eagles. This update brought to you by Fecal Car and Joyce, your border attorneys. And we come back here to the Bills, 31, Steelers 17, as this is... This is kind of the make-or-break moment. Slaying some of the past demons. Kansas City's up next. This game, oh, the injuries stunk. They stunk. Oh, yeah. Taron Johnson also left this game with an injury. And, like, Sam Martin grabbing his hammy. Like, that was terrifying. Nothing about this was a uh, – nothing was a, about this was a good time to watch this game after the first half. It was all bills in the first half. Then the block kick happens, and Pittsburgh scores, makes it 21-7. to It's a toughie. It's a toughie to watch when it comes to just your stress level, anxiety, and seeing, you know, hey, maybe not all is well here for the Bills. Yeah, it's tough when you see them go through those first three or four series with points. They get the points off the turnovers real quick there. Uh, but then they can't seem to turn it on in the second half until the fourth quarter where they, re- where they were able to really put it away. But those injuries, nothing you really want to see happen, and it felt like almost every play you're like waiting on bated breath to make sure that everybody's getting up and everything. Everyone's getting up. Get up. But the ones that you're suffering today are, are I mean, they're pretty major players. Terrell Bernard is not somebody you want to have out for next week, yeah. a coverage linebacker against Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Taron Johnson, uh all pro uh, second team all pro slot cornerback don't want to have him out against Patrick Mahomes either uh Christian Benford has been huge at cornerback steady as a corner so got to make sure that uh everybody anybody filling in is filling in their duties and hopefully they get some guys that they can get to come back I think uh Russell Douglas said at his locker today that he was he might have been able to go but you know that's obviously it, not coaches or anything. But he felt that he could go today, and he was he said he was held out. It's nice to know though that he. I mean, why not? I mean, if there's a such a bad passing game like uh, like the Pittsburgh Steelers or just oh yeah, if there's I'm, any I'm, game I want him out, it, it would have it been would be today's. Game. It would be this game, and then you get you get him back for Mahomes, the Chiefs dealing with them i mean yeah the receivers are a little compromised but it's still patrick mahomes you got to deal with not mason rudolph on the other side so that was the game probably to do it and get away with it so to say and again the bills 31 steelers 17 as that is how it goes tomorrow on wgr it's a playoff edition of buffalo bills football tuesday presented by northwest bank for what's next get started at northwest.com jeremy and joe breaking the game down with you in the morning Starting at 6 a.m., then it's the Extra Point Show with Sal Capaccio from 10 to noon, taking your calls. One Bills Live follows that up with Chris Brown and Steve Tasker. Shope and Bulldog get it going at 3 o'clock. They talk with former Bills center Eric Wood at 4. As a Buffalo Bills football Tuesday all day tomorrow on the home of the Bills, WGR Sports Radio 550. I have to say... This is probably the this is the best matchup I think for how how tough mentally this team can be. You get Kansas City, a team that has beaten you in the playoffs twice and two of the last three years. 
And the only reason you didn't get that matchup last time or last year was because the Bengals got to you first. Kansas City is the team that is kind of the demon, the one that everyone's been shooting for. A team that's been to the Super Bowl several times now. And they're a problem. You want to get rid of them? Do the entire NFL a favor by making sure that they're not back in the Super Bowl? It comes down to this. Kansas City plays in their first road playoff game under Patrick Mahomes, under center. That's crazy. It is crazy, but you know what? It had to come at some point. I'm glad it's here. Yeah. Because if it wasn't for that fact, you're looking at probably just a little bit of trouble. I mean, let's be real here. But this is the one that I kind of want this. And I don't want this in the way of like, we want Kansas City. No, I want this for the story. If this is the year that you're going to slay some narratives and get rid of some of the complicated past of playoff failures with this group, why not have it go against Kansas City too? That gives you a chance to really go at it. Fight your playoff demons face-to-face and get a chance in there. So, uh, TJ, we got any we got any fascinating players from the locker room that we'd like to uh, get going here? That would be a fantastic way to keep the overtime show up and running. Yeah, why don't we hear from somebody who is uh, just kind of sitting on his couch until he got the call that they're going to need him in the game today I think you're for about 10 AJ tackles? Klein. Yeah, AJ I'm talking Klein. about A.J. Klein. Let's go live to the locker room and hear from A.J. Klein. It's brought to you by Reimer Home Services for your HVAC, plumbing, and electric needs. Charlotte, North Carolina. What were you doing when you got a call from the Bills? I mean, have you been, like, working out five days a week, working out one day a week? I was doing enough. Um, I was at home with my family back in Charlotte. That's where I live in the off-season full-time. So, obviously, I was planning off-season trips with my family and getting ready to go on vacation. And um, Bean sent me a text message early in the week, kind of just putting feelers out there, see how I would feel about maybe coming back. And um, at this point, I mean, who doesn't want to be in the playoffs, right? So um, talked to my family about it and decided to, to make the trip back uh, late Wednesday night. Got in Wednesday night, practiced Thursday and Friday, and uh, just happy to be back. When you, when you left, whatever, whatever it was, that you last left here, did you leave it open-ended with them, or did they leave it open-ended with you that, look, if we need you, we want you? We're yeah, back. I mean, kind of, but not really. I mean, it, it was one of those things where um, I didn't think necessarily that I would be back, um, just how things were, and, and I've been a guy that's always said, whatever you need me to do, I'll come back. Um, if you want me, great. If not, I understand. Um, when they when they let me go a few weeks ago, I don't know how many weeks ago it was, um, Dawson was coming off IR, being called me on a Friday afternoon before, I think it was before the Kansas City game, he said that I was going to get released to bring Dawson back. I was like, hey, no hard feelings, completely understand. Um, I'd been inactive a few games before that, so, I mean, just got to kind of roll with the punches at this point in my career. You were flying around out there. I mean, did it seem, uh, didn't seem, just kind of describe how it felt. uh, Uh, I always say, like, got to get your feet wet. First few plays obviously weren't great. (laughs) But um, knock the rust off, and it's it's like riding a bike. So This defense, the scheme, I mean, you've been with Sean. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, I I think um, I'm comfortable in it, right? I can play both positions. And like I said, I've always been a person that's, if you need me to, 
run down a kickoff or punt or kickoff return or whatever it is, I'll, I'll do it. Um, and then same thing, when my, when my opportunity on defense comes, I just play my best if I play the best of my ability. And were you looking at vacation reservations or did you have, do you have reservations somewhere this month? <laughs> we already had stuff booked down in Key West. So I, yeah, it was actually, it was this weekend we were supposed to be in Key West. Was, was Buffalo an option for vacation? <laughs> it seems like every time I come back, it snows. So, um, no, but I had bought an RV in the off season. Um, and we were loading up the truck and doing some work on our RV, and we are looking to go down to, to Key West and get in the sunshine a little bit. Um, it, being home at Christmas time with my family was fantastic to, to wake up and see my kids on Christmas morning. I haven't had that in 15 years, 14 years ever since college. So um, it was nice. I, I'm not going to lie. It was great to be around family and was able to go back to my hometown and see my extended family as well. So um, I was enjoying my time, but when the, the opportunity came back and, and they threw the uh, – Threw the lure out to me. I I, I took it. You were going to Key West this weekend, not next weekend. Division. No, it was it was this, this weekend, weekend, but everything's canceled now, so <laughs> plans are canceled. Terrell went out of the game. You were getting the calls, right? Yep. You had the green dots. So yep. how how did that go? Was it just like riding a bike again for you? Or, yeah. You know, communicating out to everybody. No, just like riding a bike, right? I've uh, been in this position before. I mean, I've had the green dot for for years, so. Um, no different. I'm just I'm just glad that they uh, they call me back. It's it's great to be able to help this team win. And um, obviously, I hope TB's uh, whatever he has, it's not as bad as whatever it is as it looked on the field. And obviously, we want him back. But um, if they need me to go, I'll be ready. And it wasn't just you, AJ. There was a host of you know reserves coming in and playing meaningful snaps there in the second yeah. half. I, I, well, I think I think how this team is built, how how Bean and Sean have built it. Is there's there's no drop off from any position, right? They 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 find guys they can trust. They find guys that produce. Um, so when it when it's time to kind of rolodex the the lineup, there's uh, there's no doubt, right? So my question to you is, with all those new guys in the lineup at once, I mean that's a lot of change in a half of football. How was the communication amongst everybody? Well, it was good. I think I think going throughout the week, the coaches do a good job trying to get guys reps. Whether um, you're going to be active or not, they try to sprinkle guys in to keep guys ready. And um, obviously, how the, the practice squad stuff is now, you're up, you're down, you don't know what, who's going to play. So you got to be ready at all times. And they, we kind of take the, um, we take that to practice, right? The coaches do a great job of giving the guys opportunities in practice to get plays, to get live looks. And if their opportunity comes, most guys, uh, if not everybody on this team, take advantage of it. Does being out of it make you want it more when you have it kind of taken away from you a little bit, and then you come back and you realize, hey, we're yeah. I mean, I was at peace with it. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't upset. Um, was happy to be home, but playoff football comes around, you start to get the itch, right? I was, I was on my couch watching every single game, screaming at the TV, cheering for the guys. Um, I'm, I'm a fan of football too, so for me. Um, like I said, the opportunity comes, the itch comes. Um, I'm not going to turn down an opportunity to possibly, hopefully, help this team win a Super Bowl. Um, been there before back in 2015, and I know what it feels like. And, uh, yeah, you can say I'm, I'm, I'm chasing that, that feeling again. Where the type of preparation. Your mindset with having to get forced back into potentially starting after a couple of years of playing kind of a depth? Nothing changes. My preparation doesn't change. I've, I mean, I've, I've prepared the same way my entire career. Um, so for me, it's just it's day after day, same thing. I mean, my uh, my film study, the way I go after, go to practice, how I practice, how I take care of my body, how I work out, it's been the same. And I think 
I mean, it's a testament to why I'm here. That is Bill's linebacker, A.J. Klein. Again, that was brought to you by Reimer Home Services for your HVAC plumbing and electric needs. Stay tuned for the complete schedule to WGR's Westwood One presents the AFC and NFC divisional matchups between the Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs, of course. You'll be able to hear that one here on the flagship of the Buffalo Bills, WGR Sports Radio 550, but also Baltimore and Houston as that one is set. But then this final matchup, of course, to be determined uh, based on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Philadelphia Eagles, the NFC schedule finishing things up for this super wild card weekend. We'll come back in a moment. More overtime show coming up on WGR Sports Radio 550. Here's the snap, looking left, and now in the end zone, complete to Dawson Knox for the touchdown. Oh, he was wide open. He split the two defensive backs, and Allen hit him for the opening drive TD. Blitz coming. Allen steps up in the pocket, going to take off and run. Has the first down and more to the 40, to the 35, 30. Breaks away. 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Josh Allen. Yeah, give him a flex, Josh. You just schooled them with their back turn for a huge touchdown run of 47 yards. Back to pass, fires over the middle, complete on a crossing route to Shakir, who gets away from the tackler. Down to the 10, looking for the end zone, and he's in! Khalil Shakir did a disappearing act on the tackler, reversed his field, and found the end zone. Unbelievable! Those are three of Allen's four total touchdowns on the day. 204 yards. Three of the plays. Three of the plays. Three of the four touchdowns. Allen, 203 in the air, 74 on the ground. And that's your eye on the quarterback. It's brought to you by Great Lakes Building Systems. We keep an eye on your business so you don't have to. Great Lakes Building Systems, our business is protecting your business. This is the Overtime Show. Derek Kramer, TJ Luckman, Bills, 31, Steelers, 17. What's up next? Kansas City. Bring it on. Here we go. Yeah. What's uh what's going through your head on that Josh touchdown run? <laughs> I think we were in the room together when it happened. That literally that. Yeah. Me laughing. Yeah. That's that that about sums it up. That's right cuz you had I w- I was I think I think cuz we, we we the way it works here is we we you know, we obviously have Chris Brown. We have the radio feed, but we have a little bit of a delay. Uh, so we don't get to see the play for like 20 seconds. So we knew what was coming. We knew there was a Josh play coming and we still were just amazed. Like, what do you even say to stuff like yeah. that? So we heard it. I heard it first because we are a little right. ahead. Yeah. So I, I, have, I just I explained have, the delay concept. I, yeah. No, I know. But <laughs> I'm just saying like I have this face of just awe because I've heard it. Right. And now I'm watching it and I'm laughing because, yes, I knew it was going to be amazing. However, I didn't see just exactly what happened, and he floored a, a poor Pittsburgh Steeler. Put oh, him yeah. down. And then Minka Fitzpatrick looked like he wanted nothing to do with that. Dalton Kincaid runs harmlessly in front of him with his little doot, and uh, and it's a touchdown. We love it. We, we love a good doot. We love a good doot. And uh, that's how that one goes. So, <laughs> Bills and Chiefs. That's going to be the uh, the tricky one here. And I do believe, though, that they can do this. 
They've shown that they can beat Kansas City. Routinely, they've shown that they can beat Kansas City. It's just not been in the playoffs. I don't think the pressure is any different, though. Like, yeah, you haven't beat them in the playoffs, but guess what? The pressure's on everyone. Right now, Kansas City's dealing with a lot, a lot of legitimate questions as well. Like, hey, what's up with your receiver core? What's up with your offense? And now, the Bills, it's just, can you play four quarters for once of consistent, solid football? The answer is typically no, and they make us suffer for it. But but maybe. They keep winning, <laughs> and that's key in a time like this. As long, I mean, that's really all you can ask for. The Chiefs are going to be a tough test. You have been able to figure them out in the regular season, but the playoffs have been something different so far. So hopefully with the game being here in Orchard Park, it helps. I don't know, the magic surrounding that game that helps Kansas City. Hopefully the Bills can take advantage of having the home game take you know, take the crowd with them and everything. And All they need to do is take care of business. Just take care of business. Take care of business. This one, I do not care how you do it. Just win the dang game. And you already, you already did it. once. Win it as ugly as you need to. I, if I, I don't care if Kadarius Tony lines up 18 yards off sides again. Win the game, however it's got to happen. Okay. I do not care how complainy people can get about officiating or. Kansas City fans can complain about, oh, why was the Bills game moved? Oh, wait, no, they didn't complain about that. Miami fans did. Oh, no, you guys still couldn't win against a winning team. Oh, man. (sighs) Tell me how you really feel. Ah, Miami. Take a couple strays, why don't you? You deserve it. All right. We'll be back in a flash here. But remember, tomorrow on WGR, it's a playoff edition of Buffalo Bills Football Tuesday, presented by Northwest Bank. For what's next, get started at northwest.com. Jeremy and Joe break the game down in the morning. Then it's the Extra Point Show from South, from 10 to noon with Sal Capaccio. One Bills Live follows it up. Chris Brown and Steve Tasker get it going at noon. Chopin Bulldog, they get started at 3 o'clock. They talk to former Bills center Eric Wood at 4 Buffalo Bills football Tuesday, all day tomorrow on the home of the Bills, WGR Sports Radio 550. When we come back, we'll hear from more in the locker room as well as more thoughts about Bills and Chiefs coming up on the other side of the week on Sunday. Derek Kramer, TJ Luckman, we're here with you on the Overtime Show right here on WGR. Time show. Derek Kramer, TJ Luckman, Bills 31, Steelers 17. Buffalo moving on to the divisional round for the fourth straight year, and they take on Kansas City for the third time in four years. Here we go, Bills and Chiefs. It's going to be exciting, nerve wracking. Do you like all of the emotions? Because if so, this is your game. You even get unnecessary hatred. Of Taylor Swift for this game by your fan base. I'm I, real quick. I just want to let, let's riff on this one real quick uh, before oh we before we go to uh, Dalton Kincaid and Dawson Knox in the locker room. Uh, and it's going to be simple as this: um, Bills fans, is it wrong for someone's partner to go support their football playing? If the answer is no, which it is, 
then don't worry about it. If you want to get mad about the whole Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing, get mad at the cameras constantly pointing at her. Don't get mad at her. She's just showing up to be a dude like all of us going to the game and supporting their team. That's what's going on there. Travis Kelsey is playing for the Kansas City Chiefs. Taylor Swift is just being a fan of the Kansas City Chiefs. She's not doing anything special or different. She's just showing up, hanging out in a press box, or not a press box, in a luxury box, and she's enjoying a game. That's it. That's all we got. So if you get mad at that, that is a you problem, and that is fully a you problem. You got a problem. Don't get mad. It's like three seconds, four seconds of your time, too, yeah. each time it happens. And it's okay. And it's not even that many times. And it's fine. Even and it's is, fine. Even, even, if it, even if it's after every play. Even if it is a bunch of times. You want to know what? Good for her supporting her boyfriend, her squeeze. And you know what? No. I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to be the first one to tell you this in the region. No. Do not. You do not need to boycott Taylor Swift songs because my bet is most Bills fans, I'm speaking in a general sense here, I would say at least half of Bills fans probably don't listen that much to Taylor Swift anyway. So don't worry about it. We're good. And those that like Taylor Swift, yeah, guess what? They like Taylor Swift. All right? I think we're done. We're done talking about Taylor Swift for the whole week, right? Right. Uh, 100%. Right? That's going to happen. (laughs) We're done talking about her for the whole week? Are we done? No. (laughs) Ah, crap. But that'll be my fault. Yes, that's fine. I'll bring it up. Okay. I want to. Maybe we'll bring it up on Saturday. Okay. Know. Okay. We'll, I'll we'll be probably, here. We'll, 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 we'll probably a little tease again. there. We'll probably do that again. Okay. All right. We'll probably do that again. And then you can get mad at us for talking about Taylor Swift. All right? There you go. That's directly our fault then. Anyway, stay tuned to WGR for the complete schedule as Westwood One presents the AFC and NFC divisional matchups. Between the following teams, of course, the Lions will be hosting the winner of this Buccaneers and Eagles game. The Green Bay Packers will be traveling to San Francisco to take on the 49ers. And, of course, the uh, Houston Texans will be on the road against Baltimore. Those games, whichever, however they line up along our station and our sister stations, uh, that's all brought to you by New York's Outlet Liquor. When you need to stock up, it's the place to buy a case. And by Armor Heat, do it right the first time. Let's head to the locker room. Let's hear from the tight ends. Each of them caught a touchdown today, Dawson Knox and Dalton Kincaid. You get not one, but two tight ends. That's brought to you by Reimer Home Services for your HVAC, plumbing, and electric needs. All right, Dawson, first of all, Josh's, uh, or Shakir's run looked like uh, you had a good view if you were over on this side of the field. Just kind of describe what you saw of Shakir. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's been playing his tail off. Um, Seems like it was almost impossible to bring him down. I had a little under route, so I was kind of coming into where he had the ball, and there were probably two or three guys on him. Um, just refused to go down. I got a little doot on somebody, um, and then he just—I mean—took it all the way to the end zone. It was—it was fun to watch. Could you describe your touchdown first? Uh, I think it's a great touchdown every wild card. The first touchdown every wild card builds. Oh, really? Well, that's cool. Um, anyway, describe your touchdown. Um, I mean, it was just a simple corner route. Um, safety came over to match me. Josh put on the money. Um, the corner flew out with the running back. So just uh, 
very simple flag route. No surprise was that open. Josh, I mean, blitz, great throw. So it's like a single safety, right? So yeah, right. right. So he was coming from inside it. out. Um, top cover for him. Yeah, basically just running away from him. And Josh. And your touchdown, Josh said that as soon as the turnover was reversed, he knew you guys were taking a shot right there. What are you thinking as you go to the line, knowing that you're taking a shot right there? Uh, I mean, it was the look we wanted, and uh, it's what they lined up in. So um, I don't want to say I knew right away, but um, I had a pretty good feeling, you know, pre-snap and then post-snap. It's exactly where we want them to go to, and uh, Josh threw a great ball. Josh, you've seen Josh do a lot. That run, is he going to be talking about that run for a while? It's almost normal now. Um, him making a crazy play like that almost every single game. Um, Sometimes you just you can't help but just to sit back and be a fan. <laughs> it's like in your head you're you're screaming slide, but then he's just you know weaving in and out of defenders, running guys over. Um, it's hard to tell a guy to slide when he's doing stuff like that. Is it normal for you, Dalton, at this point? You're still in your one. <laughs> it's it's still surprising to me. You know, it's just like how does he stay up? How does he get the extra yards? And then tonight was you know how did he score that touchdown? So. Um, I don't know when it'll get normal, but uh, it's it's cool to watch. You were the closest to him, I think, while he's running that. So what's going through your head as you're watching him? Oh, he got a double dupe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm watching it just like, all right. And then I'm like, okay. And then he just keeps going somehow. And uh, he's a special player, you know, best quarterback in the league for a reason. So on your touchdown, did you see it was covered too then? So you're just flipping? Yeah, I mean, saw the safeties go apart. Uh, Mike Backer was dropping into Tampa 2, and that's exactly how we kind of had it. It schemed up this week in practice, and it was A.J. Klein actually was running the scout team as the backer for this week, and uh, he's like, it's cool to see it translate over. So uh, it was pretty cool. Dawson, you've been you know, part of the core of this team for a while, and obviously you guys have big aspirations. How quick do you turn the page? Because I know you want to enjoy a win, but you also know what's around the corner. Yeah, I mean, you guys have heard we got the 24-hour rule, but when it's a short week, it's got to be even quicker than that. So um, today is Monday, um, so I'm sure you know tomorrow will be a nice recovery day for us. But um, that 24-hour window to kind of enjoy the win has got to be a little shorter. Um, so you know we'll be getting in the training room even tonight, taking care of our bodies. We got some players banged up. Um, that we'll need, so um, we'll be turning the page pretty quick. That's the tight ends, Dalton Kincaid, Dawson Knox, as that, again, is brought to you by Reimer Home Services for your HVAC plumbing and electric needs. Bills 31, Steelers 17. We keep things going on the overtime show. Derek Kramer, TJ Luckman, we're here with you for a little bit longer. Buffalo, Kansas City, Sunday, 6.30. Time to face your demons of the past of the playoffs. Hope everyone's ready. You're listening to WGR. Looking to his left, fires to the corner of the end zone, and it's picked off by Kyir Elam. He snuck under the route and picked it off in the end zone. Welcome back, Kyir Elam. That one couldn't have come at a better time for Kyir Elam. Welcome back to the Overtime Show. Bills, 31-17 winners over the Steelers. 
Derek Kramer, TJ Luckman here with you on the Overtime Show. And remember, tomorrow on WGR, it's a playoff edition of Buffalo Bills Football Tuesday, presented by Northwest Bank. For what's next, get started at northwest.com. Jeremy and Joe break down the game in the morning at 6 a.m. Then, the Extra Point Show with Sal Capaccio, taking your calls from 10 till noon. One Bills Live follows that up with Chris Brown and Steve Tasker. And then Chopin Bulldog at 3 o'clock as they talk to former Bills center Eric Wood at 4 Buffalo Bills football Tuesday all day tomorrow on the home of the Bills WGR Sports Radio 550 Bills and Chiefs also again what a great time for Kyrie Elam to come with that pick he had two rough plays before that I'm just trying to make you guess sorry oh don't mean, don't mean to throw there. you off we're not there yet I'm just saying <laughs> it's time for you to guess but go ahead but um yes I Kyrie Elam was fantastic in moments of this game and that's a huge confidence boost for a player that has needed it the downs that he's had throughout this season uh good for him to uh to get that interception taking the Steelers chances of points away they looked like they were marching for a touchdown and Kyrie Elam making a huge play in the end zone and what does Buffalo do Flip it the other way. Josh Allen runs for that 52-yard touchdown, and suddenly it's 21-0, and everyone's like, okay, this game's over. It wasn't over, but it also was the deciding touchdown because the Steelers never got to 21 points in this game, uh, Buffalo limiting them to 17 on the day. My guess is, TJ, uh, you've got Kyrie Elam teed up here from the locker room. Why would you think something like that? Because I had just talked about him. I also played the highlight too. That yeah. was real, that was the real key. That's the te- it's called the tease, kids. Yeah. And uh yeah. It's a tease actually. Uh, uh, nice. There we go. It's the tease there, kids. No. Uh, you know what? Why don't we go there? It's uh let's go to the locker room. We'll hear from Kyrie Elam. It's brought to you by Rhymer Home Services for your HVAC, plumbing, and electric needs. Almost felt good. Huh? Almost yeah. felt good. Yeah, how good did that feel? Yeah. Think of that interception. Just want to thank God, man. I just want to thank God, man, because you know where I, where I was mentally a couple months ago. I probably, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, I was just so grateful, man. So grateful. What'd you see? What'd you see on the play? Take us through it. What did I see? Uh, it was just man to man. He gave me a quick outside release. I got my hands on. Uh, he tried to, he tried to like speed up his feet to make me go over the top, and I just slipped. I slipped the route in the end zone and just was able to secure my feet, two feet inside. Months ago, where were you mentally after the last two plays? Where you giving up a penalty and, a, and missed the tackle for a first down? I'm starting off on the negatives already, man. <laughs> Just, you talk about that. I want to see like where you were there and going to where you were mentally after the pick too. I mean, I just feel like everything that I've been through has made me stronger, you know. So I didn't let those two plays really affect me, you know. what I mean, like me earlier in the season, that probably would have let things affect me, you know. what I mean, and um, through the, my whole story, man, I just been growing mentally stronger, you know, and. Um, you know, I was trying to battle through some my foot, and I really couldn't run, couldn't sprint, couldn't nothing. But I'm trying to force myself to play and play well, and it just it just wouldn't happen. But you know, I just want to thank God and my my teammates for never allowing me to you know um, give up and um, always continue to work hard, especially when I got back healthy. You know, just getting through that time, especially battling the injury. What did you tell yourself to kind of keep going? Uh, I mean, God put you in places alone, you know, so. You only re- so he can so he 
So he, so you know that you can only rely on him. You know when times get hard. You know what I mean. You don't really need everybody else and everybody else's opinion and validation. You know you just need him and him and yourself. You know. And a lot of guys go down on defense, and a lot of guys had to step up and come in this game. What does it say about that group? Your your side of the ball, they're doing that. Um, just big shout out to the coaches, man. You know, it's for a person to be third and fourth on a depth chart, just playing special teams. You know that. That's that's tough, you know, because you're not getting no reps, you know. So for the guys, shout out to the guys who came in the game, well, including me too, just being resilient, you know, taking every rep seriously, and, and it paid off. I think everybody who came in the game uh, made a made a conscious effort to help us win, you know. That was Bills cornerback Kyrie Elam, as a uh, little sense of humor in that interview. Uh, I like that uh, from the Bills cornerback. As again, he's been fighting through it, dealing with a. Uh, dealing with an injury, dealing with the downs that he was having early on in the season, being a healthy scratch even before dealing with the injury as well. So for him, it's been a tough season, but it's good to see him getting his second playoff interception. So he's stepping up in big moments. That's big, good for him. And uh, you want to see more, obviously. Yeah, and he doesn't want to hear it, but you do kind of have to talk about the the couple plays beforehand where he kind of got stood up by – Fire him out there, and he made a, a bad read on another play there. But at the end, he kind of came, not kind of, he came up when it counted. Prevented points from being scored, and like you said, the Bills came right back and scored on that big Josh Allen run. I mean, those are the big moments that you kind of, obviously you want the production throughout the year for him, but that's a big moment that you draft him in the first round for. Yeah, uh, and you want the consistency, but... Um, obviously it's not there. It's not been there and it's a little tough, but sometimes that's just how that goes. Huge, huge for him to have the attitude that he has on it though. Yes. And he is attacking it and that's good that he is attacking it the way that he is, uh, because you need that, especially with the team that has been getting older. This is one of the older rosters in the NFL and you need young players to start shining and proving their worth to be able to stick around for this team, especially a first round pick that a lot of hope was invested in. To be the corner opposite Tredavious White, and obviously with White dealing with injury, Razul Douglas comes in, you have competition with Christian Benford in your own draft class. He's been through a lot, and hopefully the Bills can see more production from number 24, Kair Elam. Stay tuned to WGR for the complete schedule of this weekend between programming here and our sister stations for Wild Card Weekend, or excuse me, the Divisional Weekend. Uh, matchups as the Eagles and Bucks. One of them is going to be heading to Detroit, likely Tampa Bay. It's 25 to nine Tampa on Philadelphia. Green Bay will be heading to San Francisco to take on the 49ers. The Baltimore Ravens will be hosting the Houston Texans. And of course the game that you'll hear right here on the radio home of the, of the Buffalo Bills. It's late of the Buffalo Bills will be of course, Bills and Chiefs Sunday, 6 30 PM. You'll get plenty of that pregame going all throughout the day right here on WGR. We come back on the other side. Got plenty more overtime shows still for you. Uh, we'll dip back into the locker room and, again, look into Bills and Chiefs with the final thoughts of what will be this next divisional matchup against Kansas City. Derek Kramer, TJ Luckman, you're listening to the overtime show right here on WGR. Pressure coming, and he's wrapped up for the sack. Greg Rousseau wrestles him to the ground. Huge loss on the play as he's dropped at the 39-yard line. A loss of 13. Fourth and three. 
on the Steelers 32. Rudolph in the shotgun. Two receivers to the left. And now Najee Harris late motion out of the backfield. Back to pass is Rudolph. And it's off the hands of George Pickens. Incomplete. Dane Jackson in coverage. Fires out to the right sideline. Complete to Pickens. But he dropped the football as he lunged forward for extra yardage. After review, the receiver satisfied all the elements of a catch. It is a completion and a fumble recovered by Buffalo. Welcome back to the Overtime Show. Derek Kramer, TJ Luckman here with you. Don't forget, tomorrow on WGR, it's a playoff edition of Buffalo Bills Football Tuesday, presented by Northwest Bank. For what's next, get started at northwest.com. Jeremy and Joel will break down the game in the morning. The Extra Point Show with Sal Capaccio from 10 to noon, taking your calls, followed by One Bills Live with Chris Brown and Steve Tasker at noon. Shelton Bulldog takeover at 3 o'clock, featuring former Bills center Eric Wood at 4. Buffalo Bills football Tuesday all day tomorrow on the home of the Bills, WGR Sports Radio 550. Hey, TJ, how'd Josh hey. Allen do today? I mean, <laughs> what what is even what is there even left to say at this point? Um, he didn't, you know, he didn't throw any interceptions, so he can't do anything about that. He threw three touchdowns. He ran for a touchdown. He did everything you needed him to do today. They didn't turn the ball over. They scored 31 points. Exactly. That's probably as good as you want. If you need me to get to the point, just tell me. Hey, <laughs> that's that's the big thing. But the eye on the quarterback, it's brought to you by Great Lakes Building Systems. We keep an eye on your business so you don't have to. Great Lakes Building Systems, our business, is protecting your business. So, Allen, doing his usual thing in the postseason. Yep. And you need more of that against Kansas City. You need more of that to take on and advance into the AFC Championship game. And if you want a chance at the Super Bowl, you need Allen to keep doing what he does in the postseason. Only twice have I ever seen this quarterback falter in a postseason game. His first against Houston. Yeah. Yeah. Deep ball to Pat DeMarco. Never forget. I will lateral. defend that till the day I die lateral because like he was a, wide open. Lateral with a minute left in the game. Wide open. You schemed your fullback wide open. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Except he wasn't open. Oh, boy. Uh, one-on-one. I don't know. <laughs> this is three years ago. I don't have to know about Pat that. Pat DeMarco, 1v1 me, bro. Yeah, not a, not a good 1v1. Yeah, but uh, and then the lateral, of course, while they're – just trying to march back to get a field goal. It's not like it was death. It's fine. You know, it was only small heart attacks. Uh, but he's grown from there. Yes. And, like, of course, Kansas City was another game that, like, he wasn't great in, but the whole team wasn't. Kansas City played its perfect football in the AFC Championship game to move on to the Super Bowl. The other game, though, of course, that I am referring to when it comes to Allen not being sharp, uh, well, it was Cincinnati, the last time that you hosted a divisional round playoff game. Definitely don't want a repeat of that performance in the AFC Divisional Round. And hopefully they're able to do that against a good Chiefs defense. Let's call the spade a spade. The Chiefs are not the offensive dynamo that we all know and hate about them. No, this time they're a defensive team that is really helping stymie other stellar offenses. Allen, the last time that these two teams played, 23 of 42, 233 yards, one touchdown, one interception. The interception was 
it was not a good throw. He was trying to roll out of the pocket. He got baited and uh, and threw that pick. But he also had a rushing touchdown in that game as well. He and Mahomes were pretty much on par. Mahomes had a little bit more passing yards. He had 271 on the day and a total amount of 279 when it comes to rushing and passing. So Allen did make up the ground a little bit. He ended up with uh, 265 yards total. So the two quarterbacks were pretty much neck and neck the whole day. It was the fact that James Cook was coming along to play. 5.8 yards per carry, 83 receiving yards. He caught the touchdown. This is going to be a tough game for the Bills offense. And it was also a game where Joe Brady had taken over by then. The Bills were flying high. They had whooped on the Jets, a good defense. They had scored 34 on the Eagles, a not-so-good defense. Which we'll see the uh, outcome of that shortly. I mean, hey. Anytime, it's not looking great. Anytime you can put Matt Patricia in charge of your defense. You have to do you it. You got to do it. You got to do it. Do you know that he coached under Bill? Yeah. That's that's one thing I'm very happy about, by the way, is that um, there's no more assistance being poached by poached from New England because they simply served under Bill Belichick. Yeah, well, we always saw how that went. Terribly. Yeah. Twice, even, for one guy. Yeah. Josh McDaniels. Gave, they gave him another job, head coaching. But uh, speaking, of, speaking of former head coaches who are now brilliant defensive minds for oh. the Kansas City Chiefs, yeah, he heads up a great defense for them, Steve Spagnuolo. Yep. Uh, obviously wasn't a great head coach, but the guy has dialed up a great defense, I feel like, year after year. Even if they're not great in the rankings, he always knows what kind of game plan to bring, uh, to, to bring against Josh Allen and the Bills. So definitely going to have to game plan for that ahead of that. Yeah. And that, that's a sentence. More, it's more, getting late, man. More, <laughs> yes, it is getting late. More importantly, the last time that these two teams met famously was the Travis Kelsey not lateral because it didn't count because Kadarius Tony didn't care to check if he was onside. No, no, that was everybody else's fault. Man, I don't I, know if you heard, but that was everybody else's fault except for Kansas City. Made a lot of people around the league respect the Chiefs a lot less by complaining the way that they did. And I get it, you're hot. Like, it's the end of a game. You lost in a way that you didn't agree with. But the, the, that kind of rule is the law of the land. That's not a subjective call. You're off sides. Like, that's how that goes. But Mahomes going all in on it and then Reed backing his quarterback before then the next day each of them going looking back and going, oh, we actually saw it? Um, yeah, he was actually off sides. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, yeah. You, we, we go back and talk. Officiating has not been great in the league this year. That's no. very obvious. You had this – I mean, this but, is not the only situation that came up. You had the, uh, the one at the end of the year with the – Lions and the Cowboys. That one is a little bit more, eh, this one could go either way. This one was clear and direct evidence. His foot is over the blue imaginary line, of course, but I trust the officials' view of things. Oddly enough, though, you look at the win probability of that Bills and Chiefs game the first time that these two teams met this season. It is mostly Bills. Like, it's almost all Bills the entire time. It dips heading into the fourth quarter slightly into Chiefs. And, like, just, like, no better than 52%. Like, the Bills had control most of that game. Sound familiar? 
as long as the Bills can establish control, they can beat anybody. They get off to hot starts, and they'd be able to control everything. Bills got a 14-0 in this game. Start hot against Kansas City and make their wide receivers try to not blow the game for them. Yeah. It I also can't, helps. I can't believe yeah. I'm daring the Chiefs <laughs> to pass. I mean, if all years to do it, though, this is the this is the year. They take – I don't want to take anything away from Patrick Mahomes. I mean, the season that he's had with the receivers that he has is still really good, like a top-five quarterback in the NFL. It's just Travis – he has Travis Kelsey. Uh, Jarek McKinnon's going to be out. So you you don't have your safety valve. You have – Isaiah Pacheco's been good, though. Isaiah Pacheco's been – Terrific, uh, but you're not going to have a negative uh, three game, negative twenty two wind chill. It's going to be cold, but it's not going to be that cold. But uh, you know the Bills will hopefully be able to take that that fireball of a running back, that wrecking ball of a running back, just just bouncing off of uh, linemen, linebackers alike. You got to hope that you can stop that guy. But other than that, though. Receiving wise, it's it's Kelsey, and I really don't see what else to. I don't want to say worry about there, but it's certainly lighter than it has been in years past. Hey, do you know Patrick Mahomes had more tackles in that game than Von Miller had tackles? I uh, <laughs> yeah. There's your depressing we, stat of the day. Yeah. All right, we'll come back. We'll wrap things up, and um, hey, we'll go to the locker room as well. This is the Overtime Show. Derek Kramer, TJ Luckman. We're here with you with one more segment on the Overtime Show right here on WGR. I also want to give a shout-out to A.J. Fine and Dorian and Tyre for stepping up in a game like this. You know, A.J. was on the streets a couple weeks ago. He was on his couch. So for him to come back and, and be forced to play and played such a big part, and I don't know how many tackles he had, but he was all over the field today. Kyer stepping up, making a huge interception. You know, we go down, we score a touchdown on that drive too. So those plays are, you can't script them any better. Depth was tested in this game. And the Bills coming out on top, 31-17 against the Pittsburgh Steelers to move on to the divisional round for the fourth year in a row. You're listening to the Overtime Show here on WGR. Derek Kramer, TJ Luckman here with you. Hey, stay tuned to WGR for the complete schedule uh, of the rest of the AFC and NFC divisional matchups. And where, what station will they be playing on? Will they be here on WGR? Will they be on our sister stations? That is for you to find out throughout the week. There's one I can guarantee that you will hear on WGR. There's one that we know that you're listening to right here, and that's going to be on Sunday, 6.30 kickoff, Bills against the Chiefs, because TJ wanted to be a smartass. Ah! Fair. <laughs> that's, that's honestly a good assessment of what just it's happened. It's late. I have to call it out. No, no, no. You're, you're absolutely right. It's 10.54. I started this day shoveling at 6. Yeah. Okay. All I right. can't complain because other right. people were doing it too. Oh yeah, fair. Yeah, I gotta call myself out on that too. Yes, yes. I don't. I don't. I don't have any faults. So we just pointed out, smartass. Right. Yeah. So you no faults. Fault. <laughs> you can't. You can't do this. 
It's too late for this. I'm too tired. Anyway, uh, Derek wanted to go to uh, somebody from the locker room. Yes, so. let's go to the locker room. And uh, TJ, what do we got this time? We've got uh, Dorian Williams, who Josh so nicely called out here in the quote that I randomly selected to lead you into the show here. Linebacker Dorian Williams, who had eight tackles, filling in in relief. And Jim Gaffigan. Gotta love Jim Gaffigan. Hey, we gotta love Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> As, uh, you know, live radio, it happens. But... Dorian Williams, not Jim Gaffigan, is brought to you by Reimer Home Services for your HVAC, plumbing, and electric needs. Just tell me about what's going through your head when you have to come in and play all those snaps, obviously. Um, you know, it, it, not, it, playoff game, everything on the line to be in that position. Um, I mean, but it was great. It was great to be able to go out there. You know, it, it definitely sucks seeing TB go down. And, um, but it's a next man up mentality. And, um, you know, we hope he gets back. We hope all the guys get back. But, you know. Seeing those guys go down is tough, but you know as a next man up mentality, you got to come in and help the team, help the team win. So uh, that's what you know. I try to come in and do. Not just you. A lot of guys had to step up today. What's it say about that side of the ball and all those guys? Kyrie, you're getting the, the interception, obviously. Um, Cam having to come in and play two different positions, essentially. Um, just how resilient we are. You know, uh, guys not playing that much there at the beginning of the year, and, you know, coming in, you know, still could be able to compete, still knowing, you know, schemes, everything, knowing they don't get, you know, as many reps in practice. You know, everybody's just staying locked in. Um, everybody on their 111th, and, you know, that's us playing 11 as one as well. What was the last 24 hours or so like for you personally going through, if you're playing, you're not playing, the postponement, the weather, everything? Uh, I mean, sitting at the house. You know, we were sitting at the house just not knowing uh, when we are going to be able to play. But, uh, I mean, we know we were playing today. We know we are going to get it in one way or another. And, uh, I mean, it was amazing, man. It was amazing to come out here and play in front of the fans. And, you know, that's what all we want to do is, you know, come out here and put wins up for them. That was Bills linebacker Dorian Williams. Again, brought to you by Reimer Home Services for your HVAC plumbing and electric needs. All right, let's get some final thoughts on this one as the Bills take on the Chiefs on Sunday. And it's simple as this. I was I was irrationally nervous about Pittsburgh. I am excited for this game because I want the Bills to face their demons on the way to a Lombardi run. And what better way to help out such a tumultuous season season where you were 6-6? Six and six. What started the turnaround? Oddly enough, getting to 7-6 and six when you faced the Kansas City Chiefs. Unorthodox, I say, that the Kansas City Chiefs helped fix your season a little bit. But the run started. In Kansas City. The run needs to continue against Kansas City. Where we were after the Eagles game was not a good place. Fans yelling at each other. Everyone's yelling. Nobody's happy. You want to keep the vibes going? I know a damn good way you can keep going. By continuing to play football. You get to play a game for the right to play another game. That's what I saw Greg Thompson of Cover One said that on Twitter today, so I like it. Uh, you get the right. You, you're, you're playing a game to get the right to play another game. Uh, I'm I mean, yeah. I'm excited. It's it's like, yeah. Talk to me Sunday. I'll be dreading it. Yeah, I'll be dreading it all week. <laughs> but I'm It's excited. just how I deal with these things. But I'm excited. Same. I'm, I'm genuinely excited to see what they can do in the playoffs against a boogeyman that 
we've needed to see this team slay in January. And hopefully the Bills can clear some things up on injuries as well. You've got uh, yes. Rasul Douglas, who should hopefully be back. Tyrell Dodson, don't know what the status is on him, but hopefully he's healthier. And then, of course, the guys today who got injured, you hope they can come back. Uh, I'm not, I don't think Terrell Bernard's going to have a chance, but with the way I, his ankle looked, but I would love for him to have a chance to play. I am okay with dealing with Travis Kelsey without him. Because yeah. let's be real, Travis Kelsey going to get his. He had 83 yards in the last matchup. Yeah, It's a matter of controlling what the other players do. In this case, particularly Rasheed Rice. The rookie wide receiver has come on as of late and has found his game. Limit what he can do. Limit what Pacheco can do. And you can survive and advance. That is the key to the playoffs. That is the key to the divisional round here. Survive and advance by any means necessary. Get the win. But who am I to tell you? That's just easy knowledge. But it's also the last words that I'm going to say here for the overtime show. For TJ Luckman. For everyone that has been a part of the broadcast team today. I'm Derek Kramer. Once again, Bills 31-17, winners over Pittsburgh. It's Kansas City at Buffalo on Sunday at 6.30. Get excited. Get ready to go. Get more tables to use as sleds, you maniacs. That's what they're using them for? That's what they were using them for this time and jumping through them. But, like, they would, then, I saw, I they saw. would then take the broken tables sliding down the hills of the snow, and I, I love that. But give me one good reason to see the Bills moving on. Joe and Jeremy, they're back with you at 6 a.m. Go Bills. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.